0: Um, so we were picking up from the middle of the, yesterday, we were five lines down on Memhei, and we had just come, if, if you recall, we uh, brought down Rav Yeichenon, who wanted to say um, that the halacha, um, I'm sorry, that Rebbe, we were asking a question, it was coming off a of shiloh that we asked in Rebbe, and the question was, uh, the shiloh was, and, and, and Rebbe, based on that shiloh, we wanted to establish that Rebbe held, like because of Akasha, we had from the case of the wheel, the wagon with the wheel. So, we wanted to say that um, um, Rav, sorry, not Rebbe, Rav holds like Rebbe Yehuda. Okay, so Frek Gemara, now we're going to start five lines down. The last word, Virav, Kribi Yehuda, Does Rav really hold like Rebbe Yehuda, meaning that there's no Mukta? De Rav. Rav asked the following question, Mahu, Litautalu, Shraga, De Hanuksa. Am I allowed to carry the uh, candle that I used to light my Hanukkah ne'er? This is obviously after the, the nair, the, the, the flame went out. Am I now allowed to carry the candle? Because of the the Persians on Shabbos, that um, it was a matzah that we kind of explained before, they were Zoroastrians, so it was a religious, uh, you know, you couldn't have light on the day of darkness and the darkness on the day of light. So... Um, he wanted to know, am I allowed to uh, carry it? Because he didn't want to light it where it was. You know, it couldn't have it lit where it was. He said, "Yeah, you can go ahead and you can carry. After it goes out, you can carry it." So the Gemara, said, so we see that if you're allowed to carry it, obviously Rabbi Yehuda held that you're not allowed once you use a uh, a nair a candle once, right? As long as it's not chadash, then Rabbi Yehuda would hold it's usher to carry. It's usher. It's muktzah. So the Gemara answers shasat Chakshani, that was a shasad chak. Again, he was concerned about the Persians. Because when Rav went ahead and ruled that you can, you may carry this Ner Hanukkah after it went out, so Rav Kahana, Rav Ashi said to him, "What? That's the halacha?" Amar He said, "No. Rav my That even though Rav didn't held like Rabbi Huda, he said that when you get into a shasad chak situation." Then um, you could be seimechan Reb Shimon, and you could carry this uh, this this candle as long as the flame went out. That is shitus Reb Shimon, and because you're in a matzav of shasat chak, we'll rely on that. Now Rashi says shasat chak is sakana, and. Um, it obviously can't mean that it's sakanas Nefashus because if it's sakana Nefashus we would not have to say Kedai Roshim and if it's like, Sakhanas Nefashus then of course you could carry you could be over on Muktza we didn't have to come on to saying it's Roshim and Shita um, so the different Parashim learn this different way but Kibi says that it, it doesn't mean uh, it, it's it's a sakana that could come to Sakana Nefashus meaning he'll get beaten which eventually if he gets beaten too bad you know then it could, it could, it could turn into sakana Nefashus the Ritva and other Rishonim learn it that it's actually not a sakanas nefashos. It's even tsar hagof or sakanas Um So it is actually would have far-reaching implications as far as um, you know halachically. I think we passed on the anyways. But even if we didn't, um, as far as you know, how far? What's considered a shasad chak? How far that goes? Anyways, by Reish asked the following shalat from shezoron So I'm just going to preface this for the rest of the daf today, and like I, we kind of started on yesterday, um, we had we, we have this general rule that we say Rabbi Yehuda holds muktzah as a problem, and Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of muktzah. And what we found when it came to let's say the lit candle that Ne'er wasn't it wasn't necessarily true. We're going to find I've listed basically five exceptions that will point out to, on this daf, that Rav Shimon is still going to hold muks as a problem. So let's start. Baiminei Rishakosh, Merev asked Rav Yechanan, he asked the following, if you went ahead and you took wheat and you replanted them, they didn't take root yet, but you replanted them, so you showed that you didn't want them for Shabbos. You put an egg under the chicken to, um, you know, to, to you, you wanted the, uh, the it, it to, um, the ephraich the, the chick, to come out. So you put it under the rooster. So again, you went ahead and you... It's called Dach Daim. With your hands, you went ahead and you said, I, I don't want this for Shabbos. Mahu. Rabbi Shimon The only time he is going to hold that there is no mukta meaning the only time you could use something, is if you didn't actually... In other words, it's almost like a Stam Das. Stam, anything that you could have a use for on Shabbos, Rav Shimon would hold you could use. But, When you went ahead and you specifically, you were dakhya you pushed it aside with your hands, meaning you were saying you don't want to use this on Shabbos by either, let's say, in this case, planting it or putting the egg under the chicken. Then Rav Shimon would agree that there is mukta Or is there no difference? Meaning does Rav Shimon not hold a mukta? Or does he only hold a muktzah when you didn't do an action to say I don't want to use this on Shabbos? So Amar Lehi responded, uh, Rav Yechon responded to the Shailah, Ein Muktzah Rabbi Shimon. does not have any muktzah Ela Shemen Shebener, except for the oil, like we said, the oil in the candle, the oil that drips out from the candle. Bishashu Dalik, as long as the nair is lit, the oil that is in that nair is aser since it is hukta for the mitzvah, it's set aside for the mitzvah of Ner Shabbos, hukta and they change this on the side, it's vihukta it sounds like it's two things, and that makes more sense in the Gemara. That number one, so Rav seems to be saying that it's hukta for the mitzvah, and it's hukta for the Yisur. Okay? That it's set aside um, be, for the mitzvah of 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 lighting Ner Shabbos, and it's set aside for the isser of a concern of saying that um you might uh, you're you reducing the oil, you're basically being machaba by taking the oil. So frak the gemara, the less le Why do I need to say it's both hooktzah le and hoktzah le And that's why Reb Shimon, that's the exception to the rule. Reb Shimon holds that is not, there's no such thing as muktzah except for this, because there's two things, hokzal mitzvah and hokzal isurai but, and we're going to ask that I hokzal mitzvah alone in Rav Shimon should be enough, but let's lay mitzvah that if it's just hokzal mitzvah the Rav Shimon won't hold that it's mokzah, v'hatanya sichacha kehochasa, if you properly uh, put the schach on your sukkah, the itra kramim you decorated it with um Tapestries of sardinim and and pictures, um and we send them to you, and pictures. The tall So the decorations you hung up nuts, and peaches, shkaidim, very almonds and pomegranates. Our and clusters of grapes. va shal shiboylen and the crowns of the uh, of of the kernels. Yenos so the different things that they used to adorn their sukkah with. Yenos shmanim the salt so you use all these things as sukkah decorations also you're not allowed to use them until the last day of sukkis in other words until sukkahs is over if you made a tanai to say that I'm hanging these fruits up but I might want to eat them then I call to fi, then your tanai helps okay and therefore but what do we see here we see that if you didn't make a tanai and you hung up the fruit, that and it's it's being used for the mitzvah of sukkah. That it's huktzah lemitzvasei, and and we see that huktzamitzvasei alone on its own. I don't need a huktzah leyisuray along with it on its own. Would even according to Rav Shimon make it um maktzah? So frak the we might Rav Shimon. He, how do we know that that's Rav Shimon? That's just a stam b'risa. Who says it's Rav Shimon? So we say to Tani Rav Chia by Yosef, why? Because it, it was it was learned in front of Rav Yechanan, that you can't take wood from the Sukkah on Yantif, that if you need wood, let's say for firewood, you know, to, 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 to heat your food, so you can't take wood that fell off of the uh, Sukkah on Yantif, for Rav Shimon Matir, and he says, now we're not talking about on sukkas we're talking about here on, let's say, Pesach or Shavuos. So it's not chokzah for the mitzvah alone, for the mitzvah of sukkah, but we're talking about, let's say you had wood that uh, you had your sukkah up, you left it up for a while, and um, it came to Pesach time, your sukkah was still up, and wood fell off of the sukkah on Yontif, on the Yontif of Pesach, can you take this wood, or do we say it um, was not, it was muktzah it machmas stiras um, oil, right? Do we say that it's mukzah because it was part of a building before, Your sukkah was a building even on Pesach. If you left it for six months, so if the wood fell off of the sukkah, it's muchza machmas stiras oil. The concern is you might come to, um, you know, if you want wood next time, you'll just take it off of a perfectly existing oil, and that is stira. That's an iser. Can you move your sukkah boards in your garage? Is that no? Because that's it's already not an oil. There's no there's no problem with stiras oil. We're saying, let's say your sukkah is uh, fully set up. Your sukkah's up, and your sukkah's is up on Pesach. He left it up all the way to Pesach, and some wood falls off the sukkah. Are you allowed to take that wood on Pesach and use it to light a, a fire on Pesach? Are you use it to uh, cook, right? Are you use that wood for your purposes. So we say um, that's a ma- that's subject to machleikus between Tanakama and Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon is mater. Now v'shavin, and then the continuation of that uh, quote of the brayso is v'shavin besukas hachag b'chag. That's only true. Let's say your sukkah is up on Pesach or Shavuz. But if your sukkah is on sukkah, shehi asura that that it's not just a, a stiras oil, you know, that you're 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 deconstructing your oil. But here you have an issue that it's it's pledged for the mitzvah of sukkah, and b'shavin that even Rav Shimon going to agree b'sukkot bas, hachag b'chag. Shehi Asura, that the sukkah used for the yantav of sukkah, it's going to be asr vim hisnala'a kol fi So we see, the Rav Shimon's going to agree that the wood for the sukkah, even on sukis is going to be asr, because we see Rav Shimon holds that muktzah machmas mitzvah, that if I need it for a mitzvah, it's going to be asr alone. So ner Shabbos as well, the Shem and should also um, because it's it's committed to the Ner Shabbos, I don't need to say hookzeli suray. So why did the Gemara have to say that Ner Shabbos is the exception because it's Hukzal and hookzeli suray? So the Gemara answers, well, it's not both. It's saying one follows the other. Ka I'm saying like Shem and Shebaner, you're right. The Shemin holds that if it's muktzah for the mitzvah that is an exception to the rule. So, okay, shemen since the Shabbos is And that actually works in our favor. What we're saying is, we're only going to make it Usser as long as it would be usr, meaning as long as the shemen, as long as the flame is burning. And we alluded to yesterday, we're going to see on Daphim Vav that the shemen of the Nair is usr because it's a buses to the flame. So what we're saying is here that even though, let's say, on Sukkis, the wood, we wanted to say in Reb Shimon, the wood that falls off the Sukkah is hukzal mitzvah Sukkah, and therefore would be usher, the entire Sukkis. Here we're saying that the Shemin and is hukzal mitzvah that is the Ner Shabbos, and it's hukzal mitzvah say, since we're using it for a Ner Shabbos, it's hukzal it's only going to be usher as long as the flame is burning. And really, and really, what we're saying in Rav Shimon is Rav Shimon holds that if it's hooksel mitzvasai, it is an exception, and that would actually be muktzah. So that's exception number one. It mer nami amar rav chia bar rav yeichonon a muktzel rav shimon ela kein shem and The only time Rav Shimon is going to hold up muktzah is like shem and shabbaner b'shashu when it's lit, and what we're saying is the only time the shem and, shem and is going to be usher according to Reb Shimon is kolzmon that the flame is lit, because once the flame is lit, then it's no longer um, it's no longer. Because if you wanted to just make it a hooksel mitzvasei, then you would say that the entire lamp is going to be usher even after the flame is out. Because I'm using it for the mitzvah, so what we're saying is when you combine the halal behooksal the mitzvasei, which Rav Shimon would hold as muktzah when it's for mitzvah, we have we'll say it's almost like a migol. We'll say hooksal yisuray, and therefore we'll say once the flame goes out, you're now allowed to use the lamp according to Rav Shimon. So that that's exception number one. Hukzal mitzvah mitzvasei is a case if something is set aside for a mitzvah, even Rav Shimon is going to hold it's going to be muktzah. Amar Rav Yehuda or here's going to be number two says, Except for dried figs and dried out grapes. Okay? Now the process is here that you would take these, uh, what you would do is you would take grapes and figs and you would bring them up to your roof and on the roof they would dry out and you turn them into dried figs or raisins. So these things and... Um, uh, therefore, since they, once you take them up to the roof, they're no longer, they get destroyed. They, there's like an in-between stage. So when they're figs and grapes, they could be eaten, okay? When they turn into dried figs and dried raisins, they could be, in raisins, they could be eaten. But in between, they can't be eaten. They're not in an edible stage. And, and like Rashi's going to explain on Ahmed base that it's, it's double. Number one, you, 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 you took them from food to not food. So you made them un I- inedible, one, number one, and number two, you were dachya bi That you went ahead and you took these things up to the roof and you put them in a matzah where they're they no longer edible in order to finish the process of making them dried out. So when you combine those two things, then Rav Shimon is also going to agree that those are mukta. So if I think Amara, umidiachrini loy, is an only grapes and smukim? It's only dried figs and dried grapes. Tanya, we have a that says hoye maybe he's eating figs. Bahoysir and he left over some figs. Bahel on lagog and he brought them up to the roof lastes ma'am gregres banovem. Uh to make uh dried um you know to make dried out figs. Banovem and grapes bahoysir and you had leftover grapes bahel on lagog he brought them up to the roof lasses ma'am simukim to make raisins. Lo you cannot eat them. Ad she yasmin until you have in mind and you specifically say I want to eat these even though I brought them up to the roof I want to eat these on Shabbos peres right so we know grogers and smukim we understand and so too by peaches and chavushin is quince and other peres that we're also gonna say so how could you come and say it's only grogers and smukim that Rishimen is gonna hold are going to be muktah. I we said v'chein ato omer bafarskim v'chavu. Should we see v'shakim in a peris that other fruits as well? So money. Eliyahu Rabbi if you want to say, I did this is sheetus Rabbi Yehuda. Uma heichad loy dachia Any regular case of mukta where you just didn't have a reason for it on Shabbos, but you didn't specifically push it away with your hands. You didn't exclude it. Islay Mukta, and you're, you, who's going to hold a Mukta? Where you specifically went ahead and you brought them up to the roof like Kol Shakane? Of course, it's going to be Mukta. El Shimon, we have to say that this Bryce is of Shimon, and this Bryce says not only Gregor and Sumokim, it says Sharp as well. So the Gemara says no. That Bryce of sharmi Peres is Rabbi Yehuda. And we still needed to say that grugers and smukim bi It's going to be aser because an Since they're somewhat still edible, these other Peres, not grugers and smukim, grugers and smukim become. Uh, inedible as soon as you bring them up. But these other pears, the, the, the peaches and the quince, since they can still be eaten, therefore, it should not need designation, meaning I shouldn't need, it's, it was food, I brought it upstairs to dry out, but it still remains food for these other fruits. And therefore, I shouldn't have to include them. They're still food. They were food, and they're still food. Kamash Malon, keeping the hell of, the gag, by bringing them up to the roof, you remove your das from it, and what you're saying is, according to Rabbi Yehuda, again, this price is going in, to Rabbi, in Rabbi Yehuda, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to any fruits, even if it's going to remain good edible food, by bringing it up, once you go ahead and bring it upstairs, to dry out, you bring it up, to bring it on the roof, you are removing your das from them. And therefore, Rabbi Huda is going to hold the only way you can eat those on Shabbos is if you have them in mind to eat them on Shabbos. Okay, but what do we see here? We see that in Rav Shimon Shita, we were just asking, but we see again, our exception number two, that Rav Shimon is going to hold Gregorys and Smukim are, are going to be the exception. And those, again, we said there's two reasons, the Dach and they're not th- th- that they're not uh, ready to be eaten, so therefore those are going to be um, the exception. There is going to be mukta even according to even according to Rav Shimon. By okay. me, okay. <coughs> Shimon, by Rabbi, me Rabbi, Shimon, by Rabbi asks of Rabbi. So Rab Shimon, right, he asks his father, Patzile Tamarim. What about unripe dates? The Reb Shimon, according to Reb Shimon, mahu, meaning if you have unripe dates, so they're not edible right now, and you don't, what you do is you go ahead and you put them in a basket, and uh, it's like uh, you ever what's well, like you buy an avocado that's hard, you stick it in a brown paper bag together with a banana or something, right? So you're you're trying to ripen it, but it's not edible right now. So Reb Shimon agreed, like Gorgas and Smukim, that you put it in a pl- in a certain place, and they're inedible. Would it be aser? So Amar Le, he says, no, that you need both things. You need dachia bi'adayim and inedible. You need both. But for these these patile tamarim, these unripe dates, that all they are, they're only inedible right now. But since you were not dachia bi'adayim, you didn't send them up to the roof. You didn't. You didn't say you don't want them for Shabbos. Therefore, they are going to still be mutter. So now the Gemara is going to pick on the fact that. Rav Shimon asked Rebbe about what would, Rav Sh- Shimon asked Rebbe, what would Shitas Rav Shimon be? This is Rav Shimon, this is not the same Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon Rebbe asked his father Rebbe saying, hey, what do you think Rav Shimon would hold in the following case? So, which is now mashma that Rebbe's son, Rav Shimon, held that Rebbe held like Reb Shimon. And we're going to have a problem with this. But Rebbe Leslie Mokza, does Rebbe not hold of muktzah from the fact that Rav was asking him a question and she's just Shimon, it means that he assumed his father held like, he held like Reb Shimon, not like Rabbi Yehuda, didn't hold Mokza as a problem. we have a, a mission that says, so you can't water or shecht the animals, the wild animals. Now, what they used to do was that they used to um, spray water or pour water on the animals before they would shecht it. So we're talking about, let's say, on Yontif, where you wanted to shecht something to eat it. So what they used to do was pour water on the animals so that it would make it easier to do hafshata. That after, uh, to skin the animal, it was easier if they would water the animal before. So v'hat t'nan mashkin, you can't water the animal v'shecht in Or shecht, the wild animals... Because those are going to be moktsav. But the domestic animals, you know, if you have a, a goat in your backyard, you, or a cow in your backyard, you could check it. And what determines uh, wild animals versus domesticated? These are the wild animals. They go out in the summer. right? And they enter back in the, in the rainy season, in the winter. So they're out all summer. Those would be considered midbarios. Those are considered not ones, they're not domesticated. They're out, they're wild animals. Baisos, and what are the ones that are in, in you know, domesticated? Koshioitesis, veroyos, they go out of, you know, they leave your property for the day. They take a day trip. Veroyos, they go graze. Chutzhotchum, they go outside the tchum. But, uvayas, felanos, besech, hatchum. When they come to rest and they go to sleep at night, they come back into the trom. So that's the difference between domesticated and wild. And Rabbi Omar, Rabbi says, he argues on the Tanakh. he says, they're both domesticated. What's considered a wild animal? That The only thing that's considered a wild animal is one that does not come into uh, your property, doesn't come into the city to rest the entire year. Meaning it's not that it's, it's not seasonal. It either, it, it doesn't have a place to go ever. Or it does have a place to go. Even if it stays away for six months, that would still be considered um, domesticated. But either way, what do we see? We're, we see from the fact that Rebbe went ahead and he got involved in this the, the Gemara is assuming that it must be that he holds whatever your definition of Medbarius is. Whether it leaves the house that to be wild it it, it never has to come home or it just leaves for the summer season. Either way, we see that it must, what did the prices say? It said a that you can't water it, and shecht it on Yantif. Why? Because it's muktzah. So we see Rebbe holds a muktzah, and, and so why did Shimin, Rebbe's son assume that Rebbe held like Rebbe's Shimon that he doesn't hold a muktzah? So the Gemara says three answers. Iba Ama, you can say that really Rebbe holds, um, he holds like Rebbe's Shimon normally. And these would be an exception. Hani Nami Ki Gregor Smukim Damian, that these, the animals, the animals, the wild animals, are considered like Gregoris and Smukim. Okay, because, number one, you don't want to feed these animals, so what do you do? You push them out. You say, go out and get your own food. The And it's an extra tircha. So again, we have two reasons. Just like by and smoking, we had two reasons. You went ahead and you brought them up to the roof and they're inedible. So to here, you have two reasons. You sent them at Burias away and um, it's it's complicated to get them back and therefore, you know, putting in this in your mindset when it, when yontif comes in, you don't have in mind to use these on yontif at all, and therefore even Reb Shimon, who doesn't hold the muktzah, would agree that these uh, midbarious animals, the wild animals, would be muktzah. So that's one answer. The Really, Rebbe Yehuda. Um, uh, r- r- <coughs> when uh, really, I'm sorry, Rebbe. Holds of Reb Yehuda. He holds a mukta. And when, when his son was asking him a question, he was just asking him in Ribshim and Shita, like we would have thought. Kamar, that Shimon, that the Rebbe's son was only asking him a question in Shita's Rib Shimon, but Rebbe really himself holds like Reb Yehuda. He does hold a mukta. third answer is we could say that in the Brysa, really Rebbe holds like ribshimin. Completely. And the Bryson Midbarius, Rebbe was not offering his own opinion. He wasn't proffering his own opinion. He was just um, going in the Shitas Rabbanon. He was going in the Shitas Rabbanon that. In other words, he was sticking his head in there when we when, the, when when there is a shita of the Rabbanon that holds that Midbaris are going to be Osir, what is the definition of Midbaris? L'didid, lastly, klal. So he comes to the Rabbanon in that price and he says, look, I don't hold a mukza at all, so I don't hold Shachting midbaris would be a problem at all. <inaudible> however, according to you, that hold that there is a problem of shechli midbaris because you hold a muktza, mias, <inaudible> at least admit to me, de <inaudible> and that when they go out, Pesach, Pesach time and they come back in for the rainy season, meaning so they're out for the summer, that those are not considered wild animals, that those are considered domesticated. For Abba'an, the Abba'an responded, no, that those are considered wild animals since they stay away for all extended periods of time. Okay, so either way, um, so here we have what could potentially be a third a third exception to Rav Shimon. If you say, like the Gemara first answer was, that Rebbe goes in shitas Rav Shimon, so, and yet we see that there is a concept, even in Rav Shimon, you could say that wild animals, and he would hold that it's usher to wild animals, that wild animals, similar to the Gregurus and Smukim, would be considered, um, it has two reasons, it's Dachy Daim, and it's a Tircha to, to bring them back in, and that could be a third uh, exception to Shimon, who doesn't hold the muktzah, that maybe... Um, Rav Shimon would agree to these wild animals that they would also be Mukta on Yantif. Amr Rabbi Barchan, Amr Rabbi Rabbi quotes Rabbi Yechanan, Amru, they said in the Yeshiva. So Rabbi Barchanan says, B'shem Rabbi Yechanan, that they say in the Yeshiva, Amru, halacha krib Shimon, that halacha is like Rav Shimon, there is no Mukta. Fracktigamara, Umiber Amr Abyeikhan Hachi. Did Rabychinan say that Allah has like Rab Shimon that there is no Mukzah Baha Bayiminea Husaba Kirvia. This uh, old, old old man from Kirvia, but Amir Surya, he's from Surya, these names of the cities, Mirabyechan. He asked the following shah of Rabychan. Kino Shaltar Nagalas. If you have a nest, a chicken coop, Mahula to Tulli are you allowed to carry it on Shabbos? Amorlay? Rabbi Yechanan said, it is set aside for the chickens. So we see Rabbi Rabbi Yechanan said, you may not carry the chicken coop. Uh, How could you say that Rabbi Yechanan said, the halacha is like Rabb Shimin? If halacha is like Rabb Shimin, you should be able to carry the chicken coop. So the Gemara answers, it has a dead animal inside of it. It has a dead chick. And that's why it was also really, Rabbi Yechanan does hold the Rabb Shimin, but, but when there is a dead animal inside of it, it'll be usr. Hani, baravashi That's that sounds good according to the shita who holds the amar. The rishimin will agree when a living animal, an animal that was previously living on before before Shabbos or Yontif started, and it died on Shabbos or Yom That it's going to, going to be usr, That rishimin will agree in that case. That balechayim Shemesu, So again, we have another exception here potentially that even if you don't hold mux as a problem, if something was previously living and then it died on Shabbos or Yantif, even Rav Shimon would hold that it's would hold that it's aser. According to Rav Yosef mishmei the Amar Chalukai Shimon afilu That Rav Shimon. So it's a whether Rav Shimon holds that if an animal dies on Shabbos or Yantif, whether that makes it mukta or not. So, uh, according to this Shita, that there's still mutter, that Rav Shimon does not hold that an animal that dies is going to be us. So now, what are you going to say? How are you going to explain this Rav that said it's mutter to carry the chicken coop? I, we see, and, and then say that Rav still holds like Rav Shimon. So the Gemara answers, it has an egg, a fully shelled egg. And since the egg has its shell, Rashi speaks out, then a dog won't eat it. And therefore, it's not roi at all. And even Rav Shimon, in the Shita, Rav Shimon would agree that if you have something that is completely inedible, that it's also going to be Moktza. So again, we have another exception in Rav Shimon. Depending on which way you learn the case why Rav Yeichanan did not allow them to carry this chicken coop, either because it had a dead animal, or because it had a fully shelled uh, a, a fully shelled Efrayach that wasn't chazi at all it had no use at all um, either w- whichever exception you hold him in Rav Shimon you see that there is an exception to Rav Shimon here either uh, an animal that dies on Yontif is not mukta, it, it, w- Rav Shimon would agree is muktzah, or an animal that is it, it, or something that is completely inedible for any for anyone uh, that Efrayach right the baby chick that still has a shell on it that is completely inedible and therefore um there you go. Thank you. Uh, and 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 the Rishon would agree that um, when when it was completely inedible, that it, it is also mukta So if I, um, so we're talking about where it has a beah. I I'm sorry, right? So, so the Gemara originally assumed when we said that there's an egg there that it's a noilad issue. I, Rav Nachman says it go, they go hand in hand. Whoever holds a muktzah holds a noilad. The lessly muktzah, noilad. The ispe, right? So therefore, don't bring me noilad as a problem in Rav Shimon. If if you don't hold a muktzah and you're Rav Shimon chita, then you wouldn't hold a noilad either. So this is, I'm sorry, this was the Gemara's answer. The ispe We have an egg of of a chick, meaning and that's the one that a dog won't eat. So everything else remains the same that again that we have one of two ways to explain right Rav Yechanan went ahead they said that the halacha Rav Yechanan said that the halacha is like Rav Shimon. and then we have a ruling of Rav Yechanan that says you may not move this chicken coop and the so why can't you move it I if the halacha is like Rav Shimon Rav Shimon doesn't hold the muktah. so we have two ways of answering it the Rav Shimon does hold of mukza in certain cases, meaning if it's either he holds because the animal died on Shabbos, or if you don't say like that, Jida, it's because you have a fully shelled Efrayach, baby chick egg, that no one's going to eat, and it's not chazi for anybody, and in that case, Rav will hold a mukta. Yosef, that we have Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yosef quoting Rav in the complete other way we just said that Rav Yechanan holds like Rav Shimon. And now we have another set of Amarayim that Rav Yitzchak, but Rav Yosef says that Rav Yechanan holds like Rav Yehuda. Rav Yeshua Levi Amar K'Rav Shimon. That Rav Yechanan himself held like Rav Yehuda, in which case this chicken coop issue wouldn't be a problem. And Rav Yeshua Levi is the one who holds that like K'Rav Shimon. So Amar Yisif, Rav Rav Yosef says, Aha, I know this to be true. I know that Rav Yechanan himself holds like Rav Yehuda. Why? To Rav Barachana, Rav because Amru, because the way we quoted when we said before, Amru Rav Barachana, Amr Rav they said the halachas like Rav Shimon. It sounds like Amru, they said, Amru, they in the yeshiva said halachach Rav Shimon, Amru, the Rav Yechanan himself did not hold of it. So when I was quoting Rav Yechanan, I was quoting Rav Yechanan saying that the, in the yeshiva they went like Rav Shimon, the mashmas is that Rabbi Yechenon himself didn't hold like it, and therefore we don't really have a, 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 a machlikus in understanding what Rabbi Yechenon's shita on his own was. Rabbi Yechenon is quoting the Bnei Yeshiva, who said not like him, but Rabbi Yechenon always goes like Rabbi Yehuda. You had to go ahead and say from the fact that they said, Umru, that we're quoting what Rabbi Yechenon said about the Bnei Yeshiva, and and therefore, the Bnei Yeshiva said it's Reb Shimon, and Reb Yechon himself didn't hold it. You have to come on to that. What do you mean? Why, don't you hold that on your own, rabbi Reb Yechon and Don't you hold on your own, the Reb Yechon holds like Reb Yehuda? Ha, Rab Abba. Why? Because of the following story. Ha, Reb Abba, Asi, Abba de They went to the house of Reb Abba de Mincheifa. And a Menorah fell on the... Cloak of Ravasi, Asi, and refused to pick it up. My timer why wouldn't he pick up the Minerah that fell? of Wasn't it because Rav Asi was a Talmud of Yeganon? And that's why Ravasi wouldn't pick it up. Right? So the Minera went ahead and fell. LMI, we see the Ravasi, who was a Talmud of Yekhan, refused to pick up the Minera that fell on his uh, on, on his cloak uh, because he held because he held like his Rebbe, Reb Yechanan, and Reb Yechanan held like Reb Yehuda that muktzah is a problem. So I'm saying really, now, no, 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 that story is with a menorah. Menart, menorah, Ka Amrit? You're telling me a story about a menorah. Menart is shiny. That we see menorah has a higher degree of muktzah. Here would be the fifth exception for today in Reb Shimon that it's a higher degree of muktzah. The Amr of Chanina because we have, we have the following mechlegis, like, Amar HaVasi, Hei Reish Shlakesh Bitsida, and the Reh taught about a minera, minera, and tells Biyad if, Biad Achas a minera that could be taken, it's light, a lightweight minera, that could be carried with one hand, so mutter Le you may now, you're allowed to be Mottr but B'Shete Yadav, where it's heavier, asalatautala, Le Taltala, Amar, and Rehav Yechanan says, Anu Ain Lanu Ela Krib Shimen, the Rehav Yechanan, does talk a hold like Rav Shimon, and he holds, but only for a ner, ava but a menorah, bein n'tel other achas, whether it is lightweight, or bein n'tel or it is heavyweight, whether it can be taken in, and Nick's going to put up a picture of a boxer now, okay, whether it can be taken with one hand, or it requires two hands to lift, also the Rav Yehrenan is saying, Rav Shimon will, even Rav Shimon will hold, that a menorah, whether it is a lightweight menorah or a heavyweight menorah. Doesn't matter, light or heavy, a menorah is an exception to the rule, and Rav will agree that it's the time am I and I, what's the reason that even, according to Rav a menorah is ussir to carry? Since a person, a menorah is not like a willy-nilly light that's lit wherever you need light. There's a specific place where a menorah is, and therefore it has an extra an extra chashivus, Meaning, it has an extra hukza, We'll say that it's it's set aside more because you know where the menorah is only in one specific place, and since a menorah is always in one specific place, you 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 are miyachet place. You don't move your menorah around based on where you need light. It sits in a fixed place. So therefore, it is a, it is more huktzah than a nar. Thank you. Okay. So Amarle Rabbi Rav Yosef, Rabbi asks on Rabbi Yisif, how could you explain? This Rav Shimon, how could you explain Rav Shimon? That the reason, even in Rav Shimon, that the reason why a menorah is going to be muktza, even though Rav Shimon himself doesn't normally hold a mukta, because a menorah you're miyach at a place to, you keep your menorah in a fixed location. Vare kilas chasanim. A kilas chasanim is a bed of chasanim. So it's like a canopy bed. But in those days, instead of what we would view a canopy bed would have four posters, okay Akilas Chasanim, a canopy bed that normally would have four posters this Akilah Hasanam has two so what it looks like on the top it kind of looks like a tent meaning it has a a a, a vertical you know an upright on by the in the middle of the bed by the head a middle a, a vertical and a middle upright and then a bar going across so it's kind of like a canopy bed but it only has uh two posts with a bar across and then you'd put uh you know the canopy would go over it and it would look kind of like a tent. It had no roof. But what's the point here? It does have a makam a very specific place where it sits. And we see that in Rib Shimin, we say that a kilos which is also very fixed, it's part of the bed, that we say that it's mutter to move around. So we see that being in a fixed location does not make something user to move around. So how could you explain? How could you, Rav explain Rav in Rav Shimon that held that a menorah is Usr because, because a menorah sits in a fixed location? That's not true. Elam or Abaya b'shelcholiyah. So Abaya says, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a menorah that is in, it comes in pieces. Okay? It's like an erector set. It can, um, it can be rebuilt. So Iachi and, and Rashi explains the concern is that since it could easily fall and come apart. And then what are you going to do? You're going to pick up the pieces and build your manure back up again because it's kind of like, imagine like a Lego manure. Okay, so it's easy. If it falls, it smashes, it comes into pieces, so you could rebuild it. And the concern is that would be binion, that would be building. You're making a kli on Shabbos, or that would be a CS kli. You're making a kli. And that that's the concern here. And therefore... And therefore, even Rav Shimon is going to agree that when you have a menorah that's made out of, like, Lego, that, that's made in pieces, that the concern, it will be muktzah because we have a concern that it might fall and you might rebuild it. Ihachi, just one last little piece. My time at the Rav Shimon bin Lakish. Aye, so if so, why do Rav Shimon Ben Lakish hold the Dishari. That why did he hold that, remember, there was a Reish Lakish, and Lakish held that when you could pick it up, you can pick the menorah up with one hand, it won't be Mokzah. It's only when you, when it requires both hands to pick it up that it will be Mokzah. So why would and Lakish, if we're talking about a Lego menorah that comes apart in pieces and we have this chashash that it might fall and you might come and make a Klee on Shabbos or Yantif? So, so why would, uh, on Shabbos, right? That you might come and make a Kliya on Shabbos. So why would Rishim and Milokish, hold that it's okay? So the answer is my Cholios ke'en Cholios. It doesn't actually mean that it's a Lego menorah, it's in pieces. It's like pieces, meaning the Ispe Chidki. So we're talking about a very specific case over there that it has grooves, Hilkach. Therefore, Cholios, it has grooves, so it looks like it looks like it could have been a Lego menorah, but they don't really come apart. Hilkach. Now, if it's truly a lego mineira that it comes apart in pieces, then everybody would hold, doesn't matter if it's big or small would be Asr, Also Totala, Then it would be Asr, because again our concern is you might come and rebuild the cle. nami a large a large um de that has grooves, Gizera otu gedaela de jolios. So there's a concern that by a large one in pieces, that it would also fall and break. So I'm going to make a gezerah of the grooved one to the Lego one. That since if I allow you to move a groove menorah, I might move a Lego one. Ki pligi Katana, They're arguing. with from arguing. But when it comes to a small. Mineira that only has grooves. So it looks a little like a Lego Monara, but it's not. The ispe Chidki, that it has the grooves, Mar Savar Gazrinan, that Reish um, um I'm sorry, Rav holds, we're geyser, and therefore even a small one that has grooves, we'd be geyser, to a, uh, to a Lego Monara, Mar Savar Legos Rinan, and Reish holds, we don't make the gezerah to Um we don't make the Gezerah to the Lego menorah. And, but what do we see here? Lameisa, so we've now answered that case of Ravasi as far as, um, as far as we've now answered that case of Ravasi. But what do we see? That even if you hold like Rav Shimin, there is a menorah of Cholius that it comes out, a menorah that does come apart in pieces, like a Lego menorah, that Rav Shimin would hold this is also Aser because of the Chashash that you might come to um, rebuild it. I'll just send it out. I'll do a little summary over here. Again, I apologize for the uh, technical delays today. If anybody who's still on? I, I got to go. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, I'll send out the summary. And if you want to look at it on your own. Shkech, I'll see you. None, None of us are perfect. Okay. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. I thought you might have been perfect. I don't wanna try to be Until I saw that paper on your desk yesterday. Okay. So we started asking. We started asking. According to Rav Shimon, we wanted to know: Do we say that there's only muktzah if you were not da'chibi adayim? But let's say, for instance, planting the wheat or putting an egg under the tarnigal—that you are da'chibi adayim alone. Will that be muqzah? And Rivejan said, rule number one in Muqzah Shimon Shem Sabinair. It's only of the Shemanshibaner, and we explained it since it's huqzah lamitsvasai, it's hukza for Ner Shabbos. So Shimon agrees that if something is muqtza machmas mitzvah, it's going to be muqzah for the yisurai meaning that it's only going to be usher as long as the flame is lit. We said, Bishem Shmuel, that um that Grace in Smukim, or Shimon holds of groygris in Smukim, are going to be usher. It's a famous one because it has two reasons. Number one, and they get ruined when you bring them up to the roof. We asked of Rebbe, um, according to Rebbe, we wanted to know, Rebbe asked of Shimon, uh, Rav Shimon to Rebbe asked, according to Rebbe, Shimon asked in regards to Rebbe, do what about unripe dates? Okay, they are also not edible. So would Rebbe Shimon agree that those are muktzah? And Rebbe said, no, because... He was not da'chayim bi'adayim. He didn't actually, um, you know, say I'm not. I don't want to use my yontif. They're just unripe, and you need both reasons. Like Gregor and Smookim have both reasons, da'chayim and miskalkelin. You need both reasons in order for Reb Shimon to hold that it'll be muktzah. And we had no raya that Rabbi himself holds like Reb Shimon in muktzah. And we said the Rabbah Rachana says b'shem Rab We said the halacha is like Reb Shimon, and we asked, "I, what about the chicken coop?" And we said that there's two reasons there why Reb Shimon would agree that that is usser. Okay, either because it had a dead uh, chick or it had a an egg of a chick, which both are unedible even for a dog. So in those cases, it's totally not relevant at all for Shabbos. So Shimon would agree. And Rabbi Yitzchok for Rabbi said that we had a machlekes whether the Rabbi, Rabbi Yehchanan held the halachas of like Rabbi Yehuda and Rishu Ben Levi held like the halachas like Shimon. Okay, and we have no raya from the story of the of the menira. The Rabbi Yehchanan holds like Reb Yehuda, because it could be really, Reb Yehudah holds like Reb Shimon, and the reason that, when it came to that nair that we didn't let you, um, that, he, that Reb, Sh- Re- Reb Yehudah said the Reb Asi did not pick it up, was because he um, he held that there was a separate concern to a Lego nair a nair shalchulius, that, ke- that comes around in pieces. So I put, if you look here on the bottom, um, I basically highlighted to what, to what appears to me the five exceptions so far that we've had in Reb Shimon. So again, we know if Yehuda holds a or if Shemin holds, there's no such thing as muktah except for the following cases, Shemin and Sheminer, which we said, since it's Huksa for the mitzvah, it's hukzah for the Usura, as long as it's lit, the Shemin, as long as the flame of the Ner Shabbos is lit, the Shemin will remain Aser. Gregus and Smukim, again, we had two reasons, that it's Dachia adayim and it's Mishakalim, that you're purposely taking them upstairs to put them on the roof to dry out over Shabbos, so you don't have, no, don't have in mind to eat them and they're inedible. And then, according to one Teretz of the Gemara, that we said Rebbe holds like Reb Shemin and yet he would hold Behemus Midbarius are so still going to be a problem. They would also be like Gregus and Smukim, that it's Dachia daim and it's a terach to bring them in. So again, it's, it's like super mukta that, that Rav Shimon would agree to. And then we had, based on the answer of either how you learn of the case where Avyechanan, if you don't want to say Avyechanan holds up to Yehuda, where you learn the case where he says it was still going to be usher to carry the chicken coop, either it's Balei Chaim Shemesu or the Efrayach, the chick, with the, the shell. They're not even edible for a dog at all, and therefore you don't have them in mind at all. And that could be an exception in Reb Shimon. And then the fifth exception we saw in Reb Shimon is a Menorah Shachul that there's a chashash. Maybe you will go ahead and remake it into a Kli. So because of that chashash, we will say that there is a Isra Moktza even according to Reb Shimon.